busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. So ever since I hung up the phone with you that last time, I am still humming the Rocky theme music. Thank you very much. Sarcastic face. Okay. Um, no, but that conversation was awesome. And it really just had me thinking about what drives people in life. You know, what's that inner thing that either energizes or depletes us? Like, what is that? And for some reason, I just started thinking about battery packs. Right, because if you just look around a normal room, you'll at least see one or two things. Even in this electronic infested generation we live in, you'll find one or two things that still takes a battery, you know, a clock, a remote, something. But so I kind of made a parallel like, okay, so batteries operate and generate, you know, those particular items that are operable with a battery. And when the battery is being depleted, you can see that the, let's just use a clock, that a clock starts to slow down. It's not really, really being used to the best of its ability. And it's like, okay, it's time to change it, right? So I feel like with people, we all have a battery pack in life, right? So it's either a motivating storyline that drives and propels us through life, or it's something that's absolutely positively depleting us. So for instance, like we'll hear... It often when people are giving their acceptance speeches and, you know, doing award ceremonies or like when a picture goes viral on social media. Um, I think one of my favorites was when this African-American woman was given, I think she was either in labor or she gave birth. But oh girl was um, typing up a paper or taking a test. She had the laptop on the freaking hospital bed. And I was just like, what kind of, what kind of strength? <laughs> what did you get yeah that's amazing like that battery pack is amazing I don't know where you get it from but I'm sure whoever um is around you yeah they want a little bit of that anointing I'm, I'm more than certain or like when the other you know how you see when people are graduating like law or some type of college they got their their child there and it's like you know I did this and for them and it's just like man that's super inspiring. Like, it truly is. As a matter of fact, do you remember that model that was on America's Next Top Model? Um, she has the full lips, African-American. She has the big gap in the middle of her teeth. Um, oh, you know who I'm talking about. It, okay, Slick Woods. I remember because I was like, her first name is Slick. Her first name is definitely Slick. S-L-I-C-K. Okay? Yeah. But... She gave birth a few hours after running the runway. Um, I think it was one of Rihanna's fashion lingerie. I think she was making one of her debuts. Like, seriously, if you look it up, look up the model that gave birth um, a few hours after walking the runway with Rihanna or something sad effect. And watch, it'll pull up, I promise you. Like, but seriously, hear me. She was in labor during her catwalk experience. Posing, mm, bam, yes, smiles, mm, okay, give, okay, and being fierce with contractions. Now, listen, I've had contractions before, hand in the air, I'm raising my hand, the right one. Um, yeah, that, mm, I can't smile, smile through what? Maybe post um, epidural? No. I will scratch eyes. I'm not going to smize. Like, I don't, 
So I don't know if she maybe had a sip of epidural real quick. <laughs> like I don't I don't really know what the catwalk, you know, amenities were. But God bless her, because that was some strong willpower there. Like I've never spoken to her personally, you know, or heard any of the in the interviews thereof, but I'm sure the driving force there was, um, man, listen, this is a lot once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm not finna miss this for no baby. <laughs> listen. You hold on. I, mama got something to do, okay? Yeah, I'm about to make, uh, debut you, okay? So you need to hold off. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. Let me scratch this off, okay, great? And then I can go ahead and, I, and I'll be right back. Like, that's a powerful battery pack to have. That's, like, the strongest of the strong. Like, if I had to give it a name, you know, off back, it would be Duracell. Yeah, that that's the, that's the premium top-of-the-line battery pack there. But unfortunately, you know, we, there are a few other situations where, you know, there, it's a flip side to the battery packs and the results aren't always and the outcomes aren't always the most favorable. It's not the one that goes viral for the good reasons. It's not the one that we cheer for, that we shed a tear for, for good reason. Yeah, it's like, um, like for example, um, I know your father was never in your life. But how long are you seriously going to allow that to negatively impact your life? Now, now seriously, we may get a little deep in this, in this conversation, but like, just flow with me. Think about that. A boy, because we can't call him a man, decides voluntarily not to be in your life. And now you decide to voluntarily carry his absence with you for the rest of your life? Now, the reason why I can speak on that is because, again, hand in the air, the right one, um, that was my story for a while. And I really want to get into the brokenheartedness and all of that that comes with an absent father. Just the questions that linger, especially in a female's mind. It's this looming question, or at least it was for me, of like, why? And I think that that question became more intense once I had children because I could not understand how you can create something, know it's of yours, and not look back. That has to be the most animalistic. I do, I've watched those, you know, videos that the vegans put out where when they, when the calf or, you know, the baby, whatever, is being dragged away from its mother to be slaughtered. The mother is actually crying. There's actually other cows, other animals around that's actually crying. Like when a mother gave birth to a baby elephant, the entire herd, the entire pack came around and nursed that. So if we see this level of protection in the animal kingdom, I'm just flawed. To me, to be quite honest, not to be disrespectful, because the Bible says, honor thy mother and thy father, and thy days will be long, okay? And I want my days to be long, but no disrespect. That has to be some form of a mental illness. Because whatever is the driving force to say, I'm going to cut off a part of me and pretend like it never was. No, listen, fear doesn't run you for decades. There's no possible way you can be Forrest Gump in fear for that long. That's ridiculous. So I'll touch on that at another point. I don't know if you could tell, but that makes me a little bit hype, just a little bit, because I literally had to tell myself, listen, if you were to put your finger over that section of father on your birth certificate, he's just a dude. 
the birth certificate gave him the title of father, but that's before they knew he was going to run. So we're not chasing after a man that just left his last name and kept it moving. We're not doing that. Like I had to be a little bit gangster. Like, listen, since when we started chasing dudes, I don't care what their title is. Absolutely not. And sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. Like, why don't you want me? It's not even, you know what, sis? I'm going to go ahead and tell you this now. And you may need to hear this too, sir. It's not even the fact that they don't want you. It's the fact that when they look at you, you remind them that they failed. And a lot of people don't have the courage to turn back and look at that and say, all right, let me look my failure in the face and let me own up to that. It's just easier to keep running once you've been doing it for so long. It's way easier. You understand? So again, that battery pack, I want you to go ahead and just dissolve like we're done. We're not letting that um person that just left on the birth certificate, whether he left his name or not. Yeah, we, listen, sir, I'm good on you. Like, I'm done. We're going to go a little bit deeper and make it a little bit more comfortable. But I, but I want you to understand where I'm going with this. Like, I understand that you were sexually violated. Yes, it was brutal. And that is a terrible circumstance indeed. I'm not even going to try to faint over that. But you got to trust that God's going God's gonna to handle that personally. Okay, they are going to personally get there as trust and believe. The Bible says, revenge is mine, saith the Lord. And um, he don't play when it comes to his kids, none of his kids. You thought that uh, your family was big about you? No, 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 God's big about his kids. Play him not. I'm, I'm telling you, he just, seriously. But you have to try to see a brighter side to that. Like I read in one of Gabrielle Union's, um, one of her many interviews that she completed and she informed that she was sexually violated but she found her smile again and when you look at her you're like not that it has a look but you're like you know what the happiness she sheds now you know she has her daughter and Dwayne Wade and you know um her bonus son Stuart Dwayne Wade you're like you found your smile again and sometimes if you can't find it after a devastation of that magnitude, sometimes you need to go out there and go find it. Go find other people who found theirs. You don't have to create a new path. Harriet Tubman it. Go find the path that somebody else did and say, how did you do it? And just look at them and go, wow, and your smile is sincere. Right. And, and let their smile encourage you to propel you to want to find your smile again. And then, like, situations with marriages, like, I understand the marriage didn't work and you're embarrassed, but we got we to gotta be truthful to ourselves. Now, I know you probably made an inner vow and said, listen, one and done. <laughs> I'm going to do it the right way the first time. I'm not going to do it no more, all of that. But you know what? If you're honest, seriously, if you're honest, um, you didn't do the homework on the other person or the self-work to understand what you're truly bringing to the table, flaws and all, all. Because I tell you what, if marriage does one thing, what it definitely reveals is all your blind spots, okay? What the concealer used to cover, 
you know, on your heart, those wounds on your soul. Yeah, it, it doesn't do that because um, that act of unveiling is not just a process that's done at the altar once the groom goes ahead and unveils, take the veil behind the bride. No, no, that's not just an unveiling at the altar. Marriage is an act of unveiling. You get to see things that you're like, whoa. <laughs> sometimes you're aware of it. Sometimes you're like, hmm, never knew I had a mole there. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> Thanks for pointing that out. I'm embarrassed, and um, and you're going to have to just go ahead and work through it. You know, for the people that ran the streets when they were younger or ran into some street trouble. When, listen, I understand you got a felony, okay? And it feels like a life sentence. But do you know how many felons go on to do great things, start their own businesses? Like, you just, again, you just need to go ahead and read stories of people that made it and get motivated all over again. And then going a little bit deeper, like, listen, I understand that said person died and your heart feels numb and, you know, the sunny of, sunniest of days still feel gloomy. But with all due respect, you cannot experience two deaths. You absolutely cannot experience two deaths. Yours was not a part of that situation and you have to, you have to live through it. You just have to. Mourn, all due respect, mourn. Go ahead and get you into a grief support group if you need to. But you absolutely positively cannot stay there. You know, the people who love you, they still need you. And you're honoring the memory of the person by keeping their memory alive. Now, the only reason why I would even tiptoe around that is because, like I told you before, I'm never going to talk about something that I have not lived myself that I have not talked to someone who's outlived it or that I've educated myself on. So unfortunately, on this particular topic with the death in the morning, yeah, that's a firsthand experience. I won't make it too morbid. I don't want to make it too dark because I want to make it where we're talking about battery packs, but I had to do exactly what I'm saying. My mother died on my birthday. Yes. Yeah. I am so huge on my birthday, have always been super excited about my birthday ever since a little girl it's been it's been a huge big thing and for me to get the phone call to go just even go to the hospice because she was diagnosed with cancer and it was spreading and it just I think it's metabolized I don't know the word but it just went all over the place and they were like hey her organs are starting to fail this that and the third and so I kind of knew it was going to happen. It's almost like God prepped me. But I really was hoping it wasn't going to be on my birthday. Because she outlived the time frame that they said. They were like, yeah, I give it 30 days. It doesn't look good. Um, I'm surprised if she makes it through the week. It really looks bad. But, again, her being the fighter, that's where I got it from. She surpassed that tremendously. And so for me to get a phone call on my birthday, it was like, I have to claim a body on my birthday? Yeah, you have no idea. I was 26. I had a young son. I had a 10-year-old sister. My mother had a mortgage, a car, all these things. And I am sitting there like, what am I supposed to do now? I don't have a father. He never came back. Um, my family just experienced two deaths prior to that. My grandfather had died the previous year in May. 
My grandmother died from a broken heart six months later or seven months. She died in December that same year that my granddaddy died. And so then for my mother to then die, June, the following year, my family was just like, this is too much. And I understood. I could not at that time sink. Oh, trust me, I wanted to. Oh, it, it would have been the easiest, most understandable decision to make, but I couldn't. I had some of, I had other people depending on me. I had to keep it together enough to plan a funeral, to bring my relatives up from different states. I, I just, I had to make sure that if anything at all, that she had to look good. You know, I had to bring outfits and stuff. No, she doesn't wear that kind of makeup. Nope, take that off her lips. No, no eyebrows are too dark. You know, there were certain things that I was not equipped for, but I had a different battery pack at that time. So when I'm telling you stuff, it's because I absolutely know that it's possible. You can live through devastation. You can live through unexpected hard times. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. And so moving forward with that, I understand that you've done something maybe you weren't so proud of. You either had an abortion or you stole something or you know, you sabotaged a great relationship or you lost some control when you were really indulging into the heavier drugs and the guilt of not being there for someone you love the way that you should have. Listen, the battery pack only that battery pack only leads to dark places. And you absolutely cannot live like that no more. You can't. I love when social media shows real survivors on social media like when you see the person with no arms painting with their feet or um that blind autistic boy the one that nailed that singing audition remember he was he was playing the piano and he like blew it out the water like he nailed it right and that video went absolutely viral or the people who participate in special olympics and you know just People who just honestly just overcame some incredible hurdles. And it's like, man, that is inspiring. Because those people had to decide to hike the very mountain that attempted to block them. Hiked it mean, meaning that they made the best of it, right? Those people took a flaw and made it a beauty mark. Do you, did you feel that? They made a flaw a beauty mark those people impressed me because they had a reason to give up and we would have completely understood we wouldn't look at an amputee survivor or a blind autistic boy and say listen okay you should be doing more with your life it's almost like they were given a valid reason to give up and to bow down to their circumstance but they did just the opposite see those people in my opinion that is what a true modern day dragon slayer looks like. Those are the people that should make us reevaluate ourselves and say, hey, I'm doing this wrong. I've been wearing this outfit, this circumstance for way too long. There are too many mindsets that I can swap for this negative one. Like I don't even, why am I even doing this to myself? There are too many happy endings I can choose from my book. And I'm not choosing the saddest, most obvious one. Okay, your mom died. Talking about myself now. That's the end of your chapter? That's the end of your book? No. 
okay, your father left. He never came back. Really? And so that's how you want the end. That's how you want it to end? No, 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 no. Baby, every day that you live and you, you got you got the pen in your hand and you writing a different chapter. You ending that chapter, you writing a new one. You adding additional pages onto it. Listen, the credits don't go up yet. Mm-mm, the credits don't go up yet. Every good book got a good ending. I'm choosing mine. That's what I want you to say to yourself. I'm choosing mine today. I know racism is a real thing, but it doesn't have to be your thing. Yes, women's rights continues to be an uphill battle, but you got to really trust that God didn't give you a gender as a punishment. Like, really make a declaration to yourself that today will be my last day wearing this outdated, broken heart. I'm throwing it in. I'm throwing in these dead batteries. I'm, I'm giving it away. I'm done. You have to believe and just tell yourself, listen, my circumstance is not my DNA, but my DNA will overcome this circumstance. Please change your battery pack. It's training you opposed to empowering you. What if I would have wore the dead batteries through my life? Then what? I would have never got to the point that I would have lived enough to have a passion enough to talk to people, to let them overcome their hurdles, to see a real life example of, hey, I'm not just reading articles. I'm not just, you know, just looking through other people's windows. I'm actually opening up my door and I'm showing you it's possible. Do you understand that? For me to get to this very point, it took a different set of batteries. Do you understand that? So you need to do some self-evaluating today. And throw out the old, stale, outdated, rusted pack of batteries once and for all out your life for good. And just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I declare and decree I am free. I don't care how many times you got to repeat that, but you better go ahead and do it. Because I promise you, when you go ahead and really muster up the courage to do so, beauty waits on the other side. Beauty waits on the other side. And we all love the unfolding of the, of the oh, happily ever after. Oh, that was nice. But you know what? We skim through the hard parts and we, and we really elongate and emphasize the good parts. But one goes after the other. You know, it got to rain for the sun to come back out at some point, right? The leaves got to fall, but they grow back, right? It, it's just a process. But through the whole entire journey... Make sure that you're feeling yourself right. Make sure that you got the right batteries. Make sure that you're self-checking like, hmm, my mindset is not changed on this situation. I wonder how I'm seeing it. You got to do reflection is from the inside out. You can dress it pretty on the outside. You can put it in a nice car. You can put it in awesome shoes. You can go ahead and give it a title at a well-known corporation. You can do all of these things. And if I zipped you open from the inside what would I see is it still rusted in there is it still stuck on what happened five years ago is it still stuck on that previous circumstance like where are you and do you need to gut it out and put a fresh new pair of batteries 
Declare and decree, I am free. Declare and decree, I am free. If you need to keep whispering it to yourself until it reaches into your soul, I declare and decree, I am free. I am free. I am free. I am free. Maybe you just need to keep repeating that until you actually sense it on the inside of you. You plant inside out. You plant in this seed in there. You don't see it outward until it sprouts, but you got to get down to that seed and make yourself believe that. Change the battery, Pat. Let's do it differently. Every day that you wake up and you, and you decide to change that battery pack and go ahead and operate in that mindset, you are writing a new page and your story is just so awesome. Oh my goodness, you'll be the person that people are looking up or looking up to. That they're like, man, did you hear about such and such and such and such? Yes. She's an inspiration. I don't know how she did it. Man, listen, he took the he took he took them lemons and he made lemon parmesan. Yes, he did. I don't know how he did it, but God bless him. You understand? It's not always the celebrities and the people you can see. Like, no, you be an everyday real life example to the people who, who are arm's length of you. You inspire people and people may not even be able to articulate it. They just look at you and go, yo, good job. However, they say it to you, but that's probably their way of saying, man, how did you do that? But you know how you changed your batteries, right? So again... What are these conversations for? No, come on. What are these conversations for? They're thought-provoking conversations to make you look at the person in the mirror and say, I got to do something differently because my goal is I want you to be your best self. I want you to share these conversations with other people that you're like, you know what? I just didn't know the words to kind of say it, but this is what I'm, I was trying to say the other day. Or this is what I think you and I should journey together. Or this is what you should do and I'll help you. Or this is what I need and I need your assistance while I do it because I'm probably not going to be that brave. And it's okay. You need assistance, it's fine. You know, Moses had Aaron. Everybody had had a little sidekick, you know. Batman had Robin. Listen, however you want to do it. You know, my husband loves Batman, so he learns spiritual things and gets all kind of awesome stuff from movies and anime. I just don't have that anointing. God talks to me a different way. So, you know, God bless him. So I wanted to give him a little something, too, because I know, you know, that's my boo. But um, I think you know what to do after this conversation. I think you got it. I hope it wasn't too heavy and wasn't like, oh, you got me crying. And, I, you know, I didn't want all that. But you know what? Sometimes we just need a little bit of reality, right? And I think every now and again, we just need a little little dose of, hey, this is what we could be doing better, right? And sometimes you need somebody to come and just kind of pull back the covers on your bed and go, mm, I don't think this is made. I think all these years you've just been kind of throwing a comforter over the whole entire bed and calling it made. But there, there's some things you got to iron out and here, here, and here, right? And what better person to do it than somebody who truly cares about your growth I mean I really do if you don't hear that from these conversations then I pray you hear something different because that is my absolute truth this absolutely brings me joy that means every piece of pain that I ever felt had a purpose and now more than ever I appreciate it because if it built up the person that want to 
talk to people and just say, hey, you you can do it because I did, then you know what, God? I apologize for every time I cried and asked why me. And that's the realest talk I can give you on everything. I apologize for crying because I didn't know about Romans 8, 28, that it was all working for my good. My bad, God. I didn't know. I'm sorry. You can square up with me later. Not, but take it easy on me a little bit, okay? Because that's before I really knew, knew, okay? All right. So you know what to do. You know what to do with these conversations. I, I am a firm believer that as I was speaking to you, God was talking to you and you were shaking your head like, yeah, it's time. Yeah, and it is. And you know what? Let me just go ahead and be the first to say, I'm proud of you for being brave enough to even acknowledge it. How many years has it taken for you to go, you know what, that is an issue? And you've been scared to probably unpack it because you're like, I don't know what's going to come out this suitcase when I zip it open. And it's okay. Tell God you don't want to do it alone. And whether you tap into the Holy Spirit or he actually sends you someone that you can trust and safely unpack with, when it's time, God will help you. Trust. But I think you got what you need. Matter of fact, I'm confident that you got what you need in this phone call because this was a life-changing one. And I'm here if you need me. If you ever need me, give me a call. I'm absolutely here. And I mean that. Come back to this conversation, whatever you got to do. But, like, um, I pray before I have these conversations with you so I know that God's with you. But as my good, good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. I'm a, um, now that I said about suitcase, I need to go ahead and unpack some of this stuff out of mine. Because, you know, once we come back from going someplace, we live at the suitcase after. I don't know why we do that, but I don't want to talk about myself right now. I'm going to go. But I'm going to call you back later. This was a great conversation. We're going we're gonna to chop it up later, okay? Pinky promise. <laughs> All right. Later.